Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What's up, what's happening, and welcome back in to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Like always, I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight we have a very special guest coming on by the name of Dustin Smith. He is coming on to talk about some Auburn Tigers baseball. We're going to jump into this regional. Auburn getting a host site as the 14th overall seed in the NCAA tournament, and we are going to break down this regional, and we're going to see what Auburn's got and see if they can move to the Supers. Uh, They're matched up with the three-seed Oregon State, so uh, we... We are excited, and and we're going to try to hop right in here and get Dustin in here. But first, we're going to kick it over here to Belly Up Sports Network, show them their love, and we appreciate them each and every episode for allowing us to be on their platform. And, hey, I'm not going to make you guys wait any longer. We're going to try to get Dustin in here right now and get this thing going. So here you go. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody, and tonight we are joined by a very special guest by the name of Dustin Smith, and we are here to break down some Auburn Tigers baseball. Dustin, man, how you doing tonight? I'm feeling good, brother. Happy to talk to you. we got a big regional coming up this weekend. Yeah, we do, man. Hey, we got to pack out Plainsman Park and, uh, and got to be loud and proud. Got, got three really good teams coming in with Southeast Louisiana, Florida State, and UCLA, man. Absolutely. You know we're going to end up playing those Seminoles in a reason one way or the other, right? Yeah, that that uh I know they're pitching, man. They they uh they got two studs over there. Uh they don't really scare me offensively, but uh you know that they're pitching, man. That their pitching kind of scares me the way that we've been hitting here lately. Yeah, I mean, the bats have seemed to have gone cold, but hopefully all that energy in the park will kind of it only takes one, right? It mm-hmm. only takes one in, to, you know ball in the gap and the guys get rolling and they're all hot again so i think i think we're gonna be fine man i'm i'm honestly this is kind of the time of year where it's like i'm really worried about the hayden mullins injury and stuff like Mm. that do we have we're gonna need a big outing from carson skipper this weekend just Mm. do we have the depth in the bullpen and in the rotation to uh go deep that's kind of my main concern yeah, Dustin, man, and and that's one of the first questions I, I kind of wanted to ask you was how does Butch uh, set up this rotation going into this weekend, and who starts Friday? Well, we talked about how how it was a rough week last week with the Kentucky series, and mm-hmm. then obviously you turn around and lose to him again, first game of the conference tournament. So, if I was Butch, and he knows a lot more than me, but mm-hmm. if I was Butch, I would start uh, Gonzo. I'd go with Gonzalez first first outing. Mm-hmm. And because he's just been our most consistent guy, right? Yeah. And 
I was, let's go ahead and get that win that first night. So that way the fans are coming back Saturday. They're excited. There's that energy in the ballpark and everybody's feeling good. Mm-hmm. I think this team needs a win. I think he's our most reliable starter. And then if you get that win, you know, that's where you really have the question kind of how do we, how do we balance this? And we're going to need somebody to step up, right? Somebody like mm-hmm. Trace is going to have to step up and those guys in the bullpens are going to have to be reliable. Yeah, man. You know, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at that game too. I think it's going to be Florida State. And is it Trace Bright? Is it Mason Barnett? Do they come back right. with with a Carson Skipper? I mean, what do you think? What do you think they do in in a game two? Me personally, I feel like right now. I mean, Trace has the better stuff. Trace is the mm-hmm. better between him and Barnett, right? Yeah. But I, I just. Uh, like I was at the game um, on a day where you know Trace just had a, had a real bad outing, and he's had a, he seems to be hit or miss this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you're either going to get good Trace or bad Trace, and, and hopefully, like I said, we know he's got good stuff, and uh, maybe he can work it out. The postseason is the perfect time to get going. But I would, that's kind of, I would go with Barnett honestly, and then I would tell Trace, hey man, we need a big, we need a big outing. But then again, maybe you go with Carson in a second game. You've got to win under your belt. Maybe you go with Carson, and then you just say, "Hey, we need we need the bullpen guys to bring us home. We need four or five innings out of Carson." Um, it'll be really, really interesting, man. But you know, the good thing is, is you've got two guys in, on that bench that really know pitching and mm-hmm. Bush and Tim Hudson. Yeah, man, and you know, Dustin. One thing that kind of worried me at the end of the season, man, is when they started kind of tinkering with the lineup. And I know they were looking to to protect Sonny and everything, and they put Rambush behind him. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Do you think? Do you think they go back to the old lineup and they move Case and Howell back to the two hole this weekend? I hope they do, um, because mm-hmm. uh, you know it just the results, right? It yeah. To, the other the lineups that you mentioned seemed to work better. Um, I agree with you on that. Just it was working fine. Mm-hmm. And let's leave it where it was. Maybe they were just kind of, like you said, tinkering with stuff, trying to find something different. I'm not sure, but I'll go back to what you what you know works, in my opinion. Yeah, man, and you know, I just feel like everything was flowing so well. You know, Rambush with the lead off, and then you had Howell in the two hole, and and Sunny D there in the three, and I mean, it just it felt it felt. Like they were, I mean, in my opinion, it felt like they were one of the best offenses in the country, man. And, you know, you can go back and listen to some of my recaps on here. And, and I always say Auburn's got a chance because they got a puncher's chance because they can hit with anybody. And these last couple of weeks, it's just been like, hey, you know, the pitching's been there, but we just can't hit. And so I, right. I just, I kind of want to see, I want to see things go back to, to the way they were, you know. I want to see go, things go back to the way they were starting Friday. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, that's kind of the frustrating part too, right? Is that yeah, you've been hitting all year, and then right here in the, at the end of the season, the pitching gets right, and all of a sudden the bats go cold. It's like, <laughs> come on, we need to uh, we need to link this up, guys. Um, but now's the time, man. I mean, if you if you look at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and, and you would have said, hey, you guys want to host a regional? We we would have said, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where we're at, and uh, just. Now's the time to step up. I mean, you're you can one one swing of the bat, you know, one good outing uh, out of the bullpen, anything like you can make yourself a name for yourself. And you can know, look at David Ross. You know, mm-hmm. we all remember that home run. So yep. this is your moment. This is your time to do it. 
Well, Dustin, man, I want to ask you, uh, two big guys that, that we that we talked about earlier before we started recording, man, is, is Brooks Carlson and Sonny D. How big how big of these uh how big of an addition has these two guys been and how has Butch Thompson attacked the transfer portal? Well it's been it's been huge. And uh, like me and you were talking about, and I think it's important for everybody to remember, and this will even go into a little bit of uh, a Coach Harson deal with football. One thing to remember about recruiting the transfer portal and, and everything is that Auburn's biggest pitch is getting kids on campus and mm-hmm. is selling the atmosphere, selling the campus. You look at any person that's ever committed to Auburn in any sport, that's how you get a guy like Devore Smith. They say, hey, I came to the campus. I fell in love with the people. I fell in love with the atmosphere. This place is awesome. It feels like family. Yep. Everyone uses that word family. Mm-hmm. When you have COVID restrictions and kids can't come to your campus and you can't do – you know, face-to-face meetings and these kind of things, your whole selling point is gone. And um, I feel like now with the addition of Tim Hudson um, and now that those restrictions are lifted, you're going to have, obviously, you're going to have momentum. You were you were a 14 seed. We're a national seed. We mm-hmm. competed real well. Um, we're hosting. So coming into this offseason, we're going to have all the momentum in the world. And now we're back into a regular recruiting situation. I give Butch a lot of credit for being able to go in there and, and get a guy like Sonny. And, you know, obviously the guy got SEC co-player of the year. So yeah. he saw something and then he elevated his game even more, which speaks to Butch's ability and his staff's ability to develop. Mm-hmm. So with some restrictions to be able to go in there and get those guys that have contributed the way that they have, uh, I think it's huge and it makes me really excited for what they'll be able to do this summer. Yeah, man, I'm excited. I think Auburn baseball is headed into the right into the right direction. Huge yeah, Butch, absolutely. a huge Butch Thompson fan, man. I, I just I get on Twitter sometimes and I see some folks that that down him and everything, and I'm just like, you know, I mean, we could be so much worse. We could go back to the Sonny Galloway years, you know. Uh, Please no. Yeah, I mean, uh, just. I don't know, man. But um, one thing I, I do want to get back to, Dustin, is is man. Mason Land out in left field. I, I forgot to ask you this, um, and I know they said that Cole Foster could come back for for this weekend. Yeah, that's what I heard. Mason Land, man. I just, in my opinion, in my opinion, and I want yours. Does Auburn need to throw Brooks Brooks Carlson back out into left? And did, does Farquhar stay at second and Cole Foster just DH or or what do you think, man? Because in my opinion, Mason Land just isn't getting it done right now. Yeah, he's not. Um, I think if if Cole's ready to go, then yeah, the emergence of Bobby Pierce definitely mm-hmm. give you some options there. So I just hopefully Cole's ready to go, and like I, I like your idea there. Just let's uh, let's keep Farquhar uh, in the field and and put um, you know put him in DH and do what you got to do there because yeah. I I agree with you. Um, and then hey. If you get in a situation this weekend where you got to bring Lamb off the bench, mm-hmm. um, you know, and maybe he get, he gets one good hit, and then he's he's feeling good about himself. So I, I kind of like your idea with that one there. If you if you have the bodies and you're able to, you know, put better bats in the lineup, you, you're going to have to do it because right now the bats are they've gone cold and it's kind of because you had such an early exit in the SEC tournament, you haven't played, you yeah. know, you haven't played in a week, so. You're, you feel like you're going to be a little bit rusty and cold with that that, that in there as well. So uh, I agree with you on that one. 
Yeah, man, and, and we did a little NCAA tournament uh, breakdown last night on YouTube. Me and my co-host Dalton Garrett. He is a yeah, huge. That. Yeah, man, he's a huge Florida fan, and and you know we were talking. I said, man, Farquhar, like I know he he's a two thirty, two thirty five hitter right now, but he's he's really the only one that's hitting for real. I mean, you know, he he up there in Lexington in that series, he had a couple big hits, and and then the one game uh, in the SEC tournament, he had a hit, and and he just he makes stuff happen, and. I just, in my opinion, man, there's no way you can just pull him out of the lineup right now. No, I agree. He's an upperclassman too, right? Yeah. So this is kind of one of the deals where it's like, okay, this guy's got experience, and uh, that matters right now. It just, mm-hmm. it does. These are big moments, and um, they can talk all that stuff about blocking out the pressure and, and blah, 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 but it's a lot harder to do that than to say it, especially, you know, 19, 20 years old. You have a guy that's been there before, a, a senior like that, Let's let's keep those guys in there, and like mm-hmm. you said, he's, he's he's doing good right now. I mean, you can look at the average overall, but I like I like where he's at right now, and that's uh, if he's up to bat in a big situation, I trust him. Yeah, man. I mean, I just that's where I sit on it, and I, and I hope I hope Butch, you know, like you said earlier, he knows a lot more than we do. But uh, I would really like to see that lineup uh, coming in there Friday. But man. Dustin, I, the next thing I want to ask you here is how big is this for Auburn baseball hosting a regional the first time since 2010? We, you know, we, we know the exciting moment that happened in 2010 with Creed hitting the home run and everything against yeah. Clemson. I mean, are, you know, how big is this for the fans and and is Auburn baseball finally starting to get some recognition? I hope so. I, I, I hope it is. Um, I, I was worried after the way the season ended that maybe we had fallen out so yep. i was really excited i was actually at a uh pensacola wahoo's game so uh, where i live the double mm-hmm. a affiliate for the Marlins, yeah. and uh that came on me and my family saw it. we were excited because we were actually sitting there talking at the time like man i just think we, we fell out you know i think we dropped the ball um so to i think it's huge man there was an emphasis before the before the season from the staff of uh, the program the ad puts you could tell he was kind of putting emphasis on it, like, hey, we want more people to come out to the games. We're mm-hmm. going to do better marketing. We're going to do better uh, branding the baseball program. And I think they've done a good job. As the season's gone on, I've seen the interaction and social media on the baseball pages go up and up and up. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a good thing. And it, this is a good thing, too. When we lost, when we dropped to Kentucky, especially in the uh, the SEC tournament, people on Twitter were upset. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, where baseball is at right now, that's a good thing. Like mm-hmm. it's because there, that shows passion. That shows that people care, and that you had you had set some expectations for yourself. People expected better from you, so I think that's a good thing. And I just like where we sit uh, with everything, with all our programs. Yeah. You know, Bruce Pearl said at everything school, and mm-hmm. me personally, this is a discussion for another day. Uh, I don't think football is that far off. But everything else uh, seems to be trending in the right direction. And, man, if we could find a way to win this regional and get out, you know, that's uh, that's really going to really gonna boost it. It would be a great mm-hmm. time for the fans. I'm sure there's going to be some people that are there this weekend that it's their first time. Yeah. So get that win, you know, show them a great atmosphere. And um, let's come back next year, you know, with this baseball program really ready to roll. And we've seen it. We've seen – Butch just in 2019 uh, make a run, so there's yeah. no reason why this team can't. 
And, you know, Dustin, man, talking about that run in 2019 and all those people on Twitter who were upset with the way that we lost against Kentucky right there in the SEC tournament, man, you know, I told a guy on Twitter, I said, hey, if you just flip back to 2019, go back on YouTube and look how, look at how we lost to LSU in the SEC tournament. You talking about a heartbreaker? I mean, yeah. I like you. I mean, this team. He said, "No, they're done, man. Stick a fork in Auburn baseball. Their season's over." And I said, "Okay, well, you know, just go back and watch the clip, all right?" And they went into Georgia Tech in Atlanta, and and we know the Stephen Williams, the home run, and everything. And then they went up to to Chapel Hill, and and just absolutely just tore North Carolina up, man. <laughs> uh, and and you know, yeah, it was a beautiful, beautiful game three. Yeah, man, and, and, you know, I tell people, hey, you know, things got bad towards the end, you know, there were some tough losses, but, you know, I look back at that 2019 season and even the 2018 season, man, the ball going off Steven's glove and, and down there in Gainesville, and that's just pure heartbreak, man. Uh, right. but, but I said on a previous episode on here, man, don't give up on them. Don't give up on them because it's baseball. It's a weird sport and things happen, man. You're going to lose tough games, but you're in the postseason now and everybody's, you know, they're zero, zero now. So, uh, I definitely think Auburn can make a run. And I, you know, I wanted to ask you, do, do you ultimately think that they get out of this regional? I do. My, um, mm-hmm. my prediction is that. And I'm just I'm just going off the history here because man, in college sports especially, it seems to repeat itself. Yeah, I think we're gonna come down to Sunday. Um, I think we'll have a loss eventually because the if I would feel a lot better if we had a healthy Hayden Mullins, but yes. you know we just don't. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought like we're gonna take a loss somewhere in the regional, like uh, you know UCLA is a solid team. This is a solid regional. Yeah, it is. Uh, I feel like we'll I feel like. If long we handle business Friday night, we should be fine Friday night. And then we'll see how it goes from there. But I feel like we're going to come into Sunday. We're going to be playing Florida State. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we get it done. I feel like the crowd at Plainsman Park is just going to be is going to be the boost. Because when you look, if Florida State is 6-13 and 13 on the road. Mm-hmm. Let me double check that. Yeah, they're 6-13 and 13 on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, southeast Louisiana is... Seven and nineteen on the road, and it's pretty hard to get uh, UCLA stats. Their website is something to navigate. But, <laughs> yeah, um, you know these are teams that are not good on the road. So mm-hmm. I just like that overall. That atmosphere is going to power us, and I'm looking at a guy like Casey Howell, uh, mm-hmm. a guy that would played a part in that 2019 run, yep. and um, his uh, his senior leadership and guys like him. I think he's going to have big hits, and wherever he is in the outfield, you know, that he's going to make every play. He's not going to miss nothing out there, man. So mm-hmm. guys like that, guys like Sonny, uh, guys like Farquhar and hopefully Cole Foster can get back in there. Rambo, mm-hmm. I just expect a big weekend, man. It's really up to the bullpen. Some of those guys step up. If we got a two run lead, like we did there Friday night in Tennessee, you guys got to hold it down. You yeah. know, now's the time. So that's kind of where my biggest thing. And I feel like the bats wake up. Midway through Friday night, I feel like they will. I feel like we'll get a home run. So he'll hit one over the fence or something with some guys on base, mm. and everything will be good to go. So for me, it's all about that bullpen, man. But I feel like ultimately we beat Florida State on Sunday, and uh, I think both teams will have a loss because it's a solid regional. You know, yeah. I think anyone's going to come out of it without a without a loss. I think both teams will have a loss. It'll be winner take all, and I think we come out on top. Love that, man, and and I agree with you a hundred percent there, Dustin. I, I definitely think it's going to come down to a to a, a, a deciding game and, and both teams are going to have a loss and 
But I ultimately think we get to Corvallis. Well, if they get past Vanderbilt, uh, that, that's a that's a tough region there too. Um, but man, Dustin, I wanted to ask you, you know, and and I, I talked a little bit earlier about the the little YouTube video that we did last night, and um, I wanted to get your thoughts on Tennessee, man. Do you like Tennessee to win the College World Series, or are you taking the field? Well, I'll say this. Um, I watched that today, your podcast last night, mm-hmm. and I agree with you on 100% on your sentiment on Tennessee. Yeah. it's um, And it's one of those things where I'm not an anti-bat flip guy or an anti-celebrating and baseball guy. Yeah. I'm kind of on both of it. Like, I understand the unwritten rules, and I understand the guy flipping his bat. Like, yeah. man, he just hit a home run, celebrate. So, I'm on both. I'm just all about fun. If a guy has a problem with it, and it starts a little drama. To me, that makes the game better. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good for all that kind of stuff, man. It's like in hockey, right? Mm-hmm. People get in a fight. People don't like it. Well, everyone at the game standing up yelling. Yeah, the fans seem to love it. So to me, that stuff's good for the game. I, um, I definitely came back that Sunday ready to watch that game. Right after mm-hmm. that Saturday night drama between Auburn and Tennessee, I was. Definitely, you know, screw Tennessee and all this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%, and I'll say this. Um, I don't like them, but I don't like Georgia and Alabama in football either. And uh, <laughs> they're the best, man. It's hard to – when you look at that lineup, I mean, it just seems like everybody's got double-digit home runs, no mm-hmm. matter who they bring up to the plate. And uh, when we played on that weekend, man, I was just amazed at the, all these guys' averages, and then they bring yep. this guy out the bullpen, and his, his, his ERA is just crazy, and he's throwing 105 or whatever. Yeah. They're nuts. But uh, my hope is, on paper, right, they should totally win it. The hope is that um, the way they've behaved, the way they've conducted themselves all year, mm-hmm. is hopefully it'll come back to bite them. And in my experience in a lifetime of, of playing sports and being involved in sports, being around them, um, nine times out of ten, man, that's actually what happens. Yeah. The, the team that shows its ass, all, you know, yep. it ends up coming back to bite them, man. It really does. It comes back and gets them. So I'm hoping that's the case here. I am. And it's not – it's just because it's fun. Like, I don't really yeah. hate Tennessee or whatever, but it's fun to not like them. I don't – you know, I don't really like the way they get down. It seems like – because it seems like they can't take it. Yeah. If they owned it, that would be my thing with it, right? If they 100%. did it and they owned it like a, like a Dale Earnhardt, you know, yeah. put you in the wall, whatever, then there's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can say if they own it. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, man, well, they, they beat us and they let us know about it, whatever. But they can't take it. And that's the part that gets me. It's like, dude, well, you know that that bat bounced over there. Bobby yeah. didn't take that bat and throw it into your dugout. And for you to pick it back up and throw it and cause a whole scene. Yep. If you go back and watch that video, they got some guys standing behind, right there beside their head coach that are all bowed up, flexing, like they're going <laughs> to go over there and really do something. And it's just, it's like, okay, man, like you guys are soldiers just following your general. I yep. see what this is. This is a trickle-down effect. And I'm not really impressed with the way that they conduct themselves or behave. And it makes me proud to have a guy like Butch Thompson as our coach. I agree a thousand percent, man. And, and that's what I was trying to say last night was um, I could never see Butch Thompson teaching Auburn baseball players to act that way or conduct themselves that way. And, you know, like you said, the bat flipping and everything, I'm cool with that. You know, grow the game of baseball uh, all the little kids are out there playing wiffle ball, bat flipping, and everything. But 
you know, Sunday in the, in the SEC tournament championship, they they hit the home run in the ninth, and he's walking down the line holding the bat up, and it's just like don't show somebody up, man. That that's the thing yeah. um, in baseball. You don't show people up, and um, that's the problem I have with them. And hey, they're talented. They're they're probably going to win the College World Series. Um, it looks that way. It it does, but uh, you know, like you said. I, I like this Auburn team, man, and and something something about this Auburn team. I think Auburn could make a trip to the College World Series, just like in 2019. And I'm looking at Corvallis, and I think Vandy could possibly upset them, and Auburn could. That would be wild for them to you know host a super regional. But I think there's a chance Auburn can get to can get to Omaha, man. What do you think? Well. There's, there's definitely the chance when we play our best baseball, I mm-hmm. mean, we can play with anybody. Mm-hmm. And we have, we just kind of, it's kind of one of the things, it's an Auburn thing, it seems like. Um, a lot of times we just let those opportunities slip through, but we should have won that series in Kentucky, I mean, uh, Tennessee, excuse me. Yes. And if we, we can go down the line with that, really, and mm-hmm. say we, we have this game right here, we have this right here, uh, we just kind of gave it away. When we play our best, um, man, I think we're I think we're hard to beat. That's and a fact. I, as far as we've we've just played great at home this year, we mm-hmm. really have. We're twenty two and nine at home. Yep. And so that makes me feel pretty confident about where we're at this weekend. And I like um, I like the amount we're an older team, so we have a lot of guys that have been there that have done that that are mm-hmm. not going to be rattled by the pressure. So it really comes down to, in my opinion, it comes down to guys, like I said previously, uh, Skipper. It comes down to a guy like Allsap, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Burkhalter. Man, when you guys come out that bullpen with that lead, you've got to be on. You've got yep. to be on. You've, you've, you've got to make it happen. You can't put us in bad situations. When our bats give you the lead in that seventh or eighth inning, you know, you got to come in and shut it down. And we got to depend on you. Or if we're down a run or two, obviously you got to hold it down so we can hang around in the game because – Sonny D comes up to bat, baby, and you never know. I mean, we're in the lead all of a sudden, or Bobby Pierce, or whoever. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of guys that are clutch and can come through. I just, uh, to me, it's key for gone for. I think we should throw Gonzo Friday night. You mm-hmm. get a great outing. Maybe he goes seven, eight deep. You don't have to use a lot of arms, and I think you're all set. Man. And then, man, once you get to a super regional, it's kind of. From there, it's just kind of like, okay, man, you're two games away. I mean, you just got to play two good games and. Mm-hmm. You're not going to play anybody harder than what you had to deal with in Knoxville. So just be, that, just be that team, and mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be fine. So the potential's there. Um, I definitely believe in these guys. You look at for the difference last year between close run games and this year, how mm-hmm. much we've improved and got better in these close game situations. So they've got hard too. They never give up. Um, and I mean, I'm an Auburn Tiger man, so I'm always gonna believe in him. <laughs> That's a fact, Dustin. Man, I I love that breakdown right there from you. And uh, Dustin, winding down, man. The last thing I want to ask you, I know you mentioned that you were from Pensacola. You lived down there in Pensacola. I'm from Mobile, man. And uh, the Pensacola Wahoos. Uh, did you ever get to check out Edward Cabrera? No, um, I haven't, man. I I go I go sparingly. I make more Auburn baseball games. Honestly, okay. with you. Um, and we have a we have a semi pro hockey team here, the Ice yeah. Flyers. So yeah. 
I go to a lot of their games. I'm a big hockey guy. My life yeah. and are actually fighting right now. Yeah, you're, um, uh, you're a Tampa guy, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm all Tampa sports because uh, I was born in Bruton, Alabama. Okay. And uh, joint custody kind of thing with my parents. So I spent a lot of time in Bruton. I spent a lot of time in Pensacola. Okay. Um, so it's kind of hard to claim one town or the other. You know, I'm kind of from both. But mm-hmm. uh, so, but living in Pensacola, you know, if you always get the, the Lightning games, the Rays games, that they always come on your mm-hmm. TV for free. So. I just kind of naturally went to the Tampa teams. It's been a good time these last couple of years for all the Tampa sports teams, <laughs> that's for sure. That's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, I, I was did just... catch Billy Hamilton. I did catch Billy Hamilton several times at Wahoos Park. Oh, yeah. Um, man, I, I, you know, I was asking that because Edward Cabrera, he, uh, he got his, he got his start out in Colorado today and, and he absolutely shoved, man. He, he, he had like eight Ks through four innings. He was throwing a no-no through six or through five and a third or something like that. And, uh, and I know he got to pitch over there at Wahoos Park a couple times, man. So, um, I was just interested there. I'm hoping that so I'm hoping that my Rays draft Sonny right, and then he'll have to go through Montgomery because they play in the Southern <laughs> League, so I can go out there and catch Sonny sometimes. Yeah, man, that would that would be uh, that would be special. Uh, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. I know I, I I follow the the New York Yankees a good bit, man. I had Gary Sheffield Jr. on here to talk some Yankees baseball the other day. And uh, and that's one hell of a division over there. So I enjoy watching that AL yeah. East and. Uh, and it's going to be a battle, man, all the way down to the end. Yeah, you already know. Um, that's just going to be cr- – I mean, I feel like the Yankees got it this year. Yeah. Uh, I was very proud of the Rays for being able to split that series this weekend. But, man, that lineup and then every time I'll do a pitcher, I'm looking at his ERA like, goodness gracious. So, <laughs> hoping I'll race to get in that wild card and then just make some noise. Or And you never know. I mean, it's a long, long season. That's a fact. That's a fact, Dustin, man. Well, hey, um, I want to ask you, like I ask all my guests when they come on, man, uh, if I could, you know, maybe we could get you back on here and, and after this regional, we could recap it. And uh, and uh, what do you think about that? Oh, anytime you need to talk all over, man, I'm, I'm down for it. That's awesome, man. Well, Dustin, I appreciate it, man. Appreciate you coming on. Enjoyed it, and we'll talk soon. Yes, sir. Stay in touch. Warrior, brother. Warrior, man. Wow, everybody, Dustin Smith on here to talk some Auburn baseball. Broke it down, what we think is going to happen this weekend. A, a big weekend, huge weekend, can't wait. Uh, set up your plans right now, man, to get to Plainsman Park. It's going to be electric. It is going to be absolutely electric. It's been since 2010, man. Auburn fans, this is what we've been waiting on. Football, basketball, and now baseball, man, you know, like Dustin said, he thinks that all three sports are set up to do great things. Football's not that far off. I agree. Um, for all you haters out there who think otherwise, I'm sorry, but I think uh, I think football is setting up nicely. And, and this weekend with baseball, we saw what the basketball team did, about to have the number one overall pick in the NBA draft, and now the baseball team hosting a regional 
could they go back to Omaha for the second time in what four years, three years? You know, I mean, it's it's crazy to think about. You know, I mean, a lot of big things happening at Auburn and, and the sports. You know, I mean, we we got a freaking Olympic medalist on the gymnastics team. I mean, there's just so much going on on the plains, man. So get up there, uh, support the baseball team, and and we're excited. So. Can't wait to recap this. Hopefully we can get Dustin back on after the regionals. Hopefully we can talk about a super regional. Hopefully we can go up to Corvallis, uh, Oregon to play Oregon State. Or hopefully, you know, Vanderbilt can pull an upset. Uh, we'll we'll find out this weekend. So uh, with that being said, uh, I'm wrapping this one up and, and going to put a bow on it. And hey, like I end every episode, War Damn Eagle, and I'll catch you on the next one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.